everybody and welcome back to Siblings. Daniel was 15 minutes late to recording. Where the heck were you? No, he wasn't. Uh, wow. Something, something, hey. something. And then something, uh, something. Let's jump Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Our Joe Biden, DeSantis, the Discord document leaker, and Kyle Rittenhouse are all eating children. Something, something. Adrenochrome. Uh, I think that's uh, the all magic the gathering. I think that's we, all you guys yeah. missed. Oh, yeah. So and then now, we figured out. Caught up. Well, if you couldn't tell, we had a little bit of trouble. Getting um, that uh, smoke in that recording pack, but that's OK. We're, we're back. In that's it now. OK, because we, now we really, really got we're through with was the intro. Um, the only other really important recap. Oh, yeah, we we decided Daniel apparently for some reason doesn't like the self-improvement season. And has so graciously decided to, um, what's the word? Donate your favorite thing. (laughs) Donate a uh, choice of season where Kelsey picked politics, something, something, right in a, her mouth was writing checks that her ass couldn't cash. Punch, punch. Oh, yeah, you just won that joke. Um, Yeah, that was funny the the first time. Uh, and then I picked self-improvement season, but I have a few more things I want to say. Like next week, I want to talk about deleting your internet. Um, yeah. This week, we're going to talk Uninstalling about the waking home up early. And then, oh, 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 my prediction. That was the, sorry, I was stalling. Literally all of those words were empty calories until now. I was stalling. Oh. I was trying to remember. I need to get my prediction on record. Okay. So we all know that 90% of the news that you consume is is just a an attention span uh an it's attack. a distraction it's yeah it's a, it's an attack it's long form of tiktok using using to distract you from what's really going down that's how we got onto this my prediction right so we went from we went from the train derailment to chinese spy balloons to they're going to take tiktok away from you to now the discord document leaker all of these things are fake and have no real bearing on you listening to this and i can guarantee it Except that it's making you worse off of a person, um, but that's for next week. But my prediction for the next psyop is that at some point within the next year, I think that one of the U.S. territories are going to silently, quietly have a gun pointed at them by the CIA to say, you're going to join. So this is to, what is it? It's like Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. the U.S. Virgin Islands, Guam. I whitewash that. One of the, uh, or Prague, whichever one is is uh, U.S. territory. I'm sure it's Prague. It's got to be. Uh, one of them is going to have the CIA is going to point a gun at them and say, hey, you guys have always wanted to join the, join the U.S., right? As a state officially. And they're going to say, they're going to blink. Yes. They're going to blink and it's going to play the cartoon blink blink sound effect and then they're going to be sweating and and then it cuts the scene cuts and then uh it's it's them it's the US cutting a uh a red white and blue ribbon opening up Puerto Rico as the 51st US state and then we're going to and that leads to well what are we going to do for the new flag? You know, now we need a flag with 51 states and then well what are we going to do with the economy? You know, they probably have uh insert any number of of uh real issues uh like uh the opioid crisis or something i kind of lost my train of thought there for a second uh did i also announce yet this episode that i'm 30 days off the off the sauce too off the sauce no drank 
No oh. nicotine. Hey, you, yo. You know your boy was never really smoking that grease pack either, so that that's good. Not sl- I think no smoking that really sleepy good. sleepy Joe pack. Um, so thank God I didn't have to quit that. But uh, no yeah. no beer ski. Nice. Thirty days clean uh, so, and clear. So and I have an update. Juices. Yeah, happy juice is uh, no longer so happy. It turns out. Um, I have an update. If you if you're looking for your sign, if you're waiting for a sign, if you think if you've ever thought to yourself, maybe I shouldn't ever consume any alcohol ever again now's your sign you shouldn't you shouldn't it's a, uh, oh, oh, it's oh, a money oh. pit i forgot yeah money pit also it's really bad for you in any amount it's not good for you i forgot we did this little bit the last time i held my phone up to the screen uh with the camera yeah. on and i said look guys look look what i got don't sleep on the vertical monitor and daniel said what what because i what? couldn't see it what what what? what what i have a vertical monitor now don't sleep on the vertical monitor it rules i can read the longest wikipedia page in the world do you want to read the document go, go, go. <laughs> no, no we we don't have to do that all right time to get to the topics now we're running on time yeah waking up early it's good for you you should do it you should wake up with the sunrise go to sleep At with the point. sunset what time do you wake up my- daniel uh, let's. Well, at one point I was waking up at a good time. Now, not so much. I have to wake up earlier, though. I have to fix my sleep schedule within the week because I'm gonna go go be working. Uh, you know, with the uh, Uncle Rick. So. In Oklahoma. Be, yeah. What? No. Are you moving? Oh. No. Yes, I'm leaving. I you was guys. like, whoa! Every, I thought, I know, really thought you were gonna east. announce you're headed to OKC, bro. Yeah, Tulsa. everyone went east, so I figured I should be the one in the family that, like, you know, goes really far away from everyone uh, and be the problem. You know, be like, oh, this is why we have to travel so far, because he wanted to go How far south is instead of... Here? Oh, I have no clue. Like, five hours? To Tulsa. Uh, no, it's like three hours from here. Three and a half oh. hours. So it's not much farther than... Uh, and, well, I guess... Oh, I guess it's about twice as far but no he's he's coming here (laughs) one of the google uh you know how like it recommends you similar searches to what you searched you know it'll give you like whatever one of them is is tulsa oklahoma worth visiting and then (laughs) i was gonna read the article i figured it was gonna say yeah but it says it is not only Tulsa's past that makes it a worthwhile place for travelers to visit long called one of the country's best kept secrets. The city is known for its art deco architecture, underground art scene and better than the coast food and drink. This sounds like I don't a know. description I don't for it. hometown. Hmm. You know where they're like, Come yeah, visit. That, we that have hometown that rich nobody history. Knows <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've still, still to this day, because, you know, I've, I've been like, I've been coming back around to simple living. I'm trying to reconnect with my animal nature. Um, yeah, your cats. And I figured maybe as I got older, you know, it, it, it has nothing to do with it being a small town, but everything to do with the actual town and the identity itself. Nothing in me is calling me back to that place of which we grew up. 
I feel like if anything, I'm being repulsed be. by it more and more. The meth. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you want to make some meth and then sell it to the local druggies? I can do that. Yeah. I didn't know I could do that. Well, yeah. You, well, okay. You, you just get... make meth and then easy peasy because it's, it's only weed that they care about, you know? Yeah. Weed's the only thing you can't do. Right. Uh, but crack? Meth? Do people, people don't actually do crack, do they? Other than No. And, right. He's the only person who, I, who smokes crack, right? I don't know. If, if you do crack, can you let us know why? Like. What's the point of it? I just you feel like it's that? 2023. Yeah, smoked it's 2023, crack. Have I ever guys. smoked crack? No, no, I haven't. Really? Oddly enough, no, I've never smoked crack before. It's not uh, not even in college. You're like, man, I just need a bump. Man, man, I just yeah, I just need to smoke a little of that crack real quick. Yeah, I smoking get that, that crack back. pack. Yeah. No, I can't <laughs> say that I've ever smoked crack before, Daniel surprisingly enough no you snort it no well you know all my friends were injecting it so oh that's that's how i did it too hey you want to just like one day have an episode of like it's always sunny in philadelphia be our reality like we just set out on an adventure no and like you know have it go wrong no (laughs) self-sabotage that show, that's one of those shows where, like, you know, you think of, like, what it would be like to live in that show. Yeah. That that show would be, like, hell to True. me. Having to, like, hey, when- run run a business with these absolute nincompoops. Yeah. I I feel like, when- uh, yeah, it would, it would just be very stressful for me. I, would, I wouldn't really enjoy it. When is our family trip? You know, like when are we going camping together? Never. Never? Never. You don't want to go camping together? I could smoke that camp pack, yeah. I think that would be fun, actually. (laughs) Just for a night. We're not pulling like a Kelsey where we think we could survive like multiple days out. (laughs) She's so deluded. Yeah, I feel like um, I just I don't know. I don't know, like the first step. If I could figure out the first step to get in hot dogs to camping, it's the first step. Where do you go though? Like, how do you set up a? How do you figure out where to go and set up a tent to go camping? We asked Kelsey where she went. Um, are you wanting got like, all those ticks? woods camping? Yeah. Ow. I have some. Ooh. I've been putting these on my finger. What is that? Oh, twist tie. A little twist tie. Nice. Yeah. Pretty fun. You ever put twist ties around your finger? No, I haven't. All right. I want to talk about waking up early for our self improvement. Okay. Waking up early. Really, guys, you probably should wake up normally. Uh, your. Your body likes it when you do right by it, surprisingly enough. And I searched on DuckDuckGo and I said, on Firefox, and I said, what percentage of people are night owls? 
And I saw as many as 35% of people describe themselves as night owls. You guys, this is not natural behavior. If you are awake during the night and asleep during the day, what are you doing? What do you mean, Brandon? Okay, what are you this doing? is where we got disagree. The, the sleep schedule was a social construct made by the patriarchy to suppress us into being the working man or working for the man. This is, this is my way of rejecting the system. What are you doing? No. Yes. No, no, no. What? This is you're you're talking to someone who doesn't work in uh, work. I, I'm I'm unemployed, man. I don't work. Are you? But I still get up early. Since when did you become? No, I'm unemployed? like self. I'm self-employed. Whatever. It's oh. basically the same thing. I only work. I don't think I've ever worked before twelve p. Uh, well, like four p.m. ever. Three p.m. Cool. Except for Tuesdays and Thursdays, and except. For, um, well, Saturdays and Sundays on church. Hey, do you want to do a sleeping podcast? I would love to. Like, it's just 30 minutes of us sleeping on camera. That would be kind of lit, actually. Um, okay, so I didn't do, I didn't really do much research before this. Um, yeah. I was doing my, I was, I, I literally... You guys are not going to believe me. I was typing up a document, an outline, and I can show you. Look at this. I can flip that camera around and say, look, I have a document, an outline typed out for next episode when Kelsey's sickness leaves. Oh, there it is. I had to burp and burp and yawn at the same time. The burping. Um, so I didn't do as much research about sleeping, but man, if you're a night owl, what are you doing? It's not good for you. Doing your your body, you know, your body wants to be awake during the day and asleep during the night. Listen to Andrew Huberman. Ever think about how sad life is? Just waking up, doing what you're told, have like a couple hours to yourself, go to sleep, wake up, rinse and repeat. Do you mean like working a nine to five? None of us work a nine to five. I know, but you think about how like much that sucks. Yes, because I've done it. It sucks. It's soul crushing. It's it's humans aren't made to live like that, man. Do you think our um, mother was raised like that? Like, like, you know, going to school, they're talking about you can be whatever you want to be, but you have to just go to college and blah, da, 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 you know, like they like really reinforce the idea of college. Right. But now, like college is definitely just a money pit. Do you I think don't know. They I told- think. Oh, sorry. Them that? Oh, uh, no. That, there I wasn't was going to say, I don't was. think her generation a, as much. I think if you went to college, you were kind of getting in on the ground floor of, of one of the single largest scams 
uh, known to modern day. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, secondary education or uh, tertiary. It, what, is, what is it called? Upper upper education, whatever. Getting a, getting a degree and especially a degree in something that's fake uh, and, and paying for it. Uh, yeah. Can sorry. we talk about how crappy college is as a maybe well can i answer let's let's talk about your first question first this is the problem yeah. i think we have on this podcast we have some good topics that come up and then we we say half a sentence about it and then kelsey interrupts one of us and then we move on to a new yeah, topic dude it's that tiktok it's tiktok ruining us that's why we need to ban tiktok that's why i'm becoming i'm turning it there we go yeah, let that let that work and settle into Sorry, your brain my, a little bit. My um, my CIA man said to stop talking about. So I don't really know the the history of college in the United States as much. Um, I just remember but that I am going to search how much did it cost to go to college in the nineteen. 19- We'll just say 1980s. I know she went to college after that. Um, but this is kind of the time, you know, people of that generation, this is when people yeah. were going to college. Uh, the price to attend a four-year college full-time was 10000 annually. What? Uh, oh. So it's like doubled. What is it? Yeah, what is it now? Um what Probably does like twenty four thousand college would be cost my guess annually. Oh, the next line would be say, "Can you see?" Let's see. There you go. Uh, um, um, you, you got it. This doesn't you seem good? right. I don't think in 1980, the price to attend a four year college full time was $10,000 annually. That doesn't sound right to me. That seems high, um, including tuition fees, room and board and adjust. Oh, and a jo- okay. My bad. You guys, I should have just uh, read on annually. That is adjusted for inflation. Sorry oh, okay. about that. Okay, my bad. Here we go. By 2019 to 2020, the total price increased to 28,775. That's a 180% increase. Okay. Uh sorry guys, sorry for wasting your time. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's increased 180% and uh also n- now if you have a bachelor's, so does everybody else. Uh, so you're not setting yourself apart in any meaningful way. Um, and also you can definitely be very successful without a bachelor's. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should, we should call and ask her at some point. And yeah. Say, what, what were you told about college? Cause for us, Daniel, it was a need. It, it was, was a must it do. was not a, uh, and I'm sure anybody listening to this knows, but it was not even up for discussion whether you were going to go you to college or to. not. It was something from the time you were in middle school, you were told. We discussed in fourth grade. Yeah. We had, um, what was his name? 
something this this old old man he he had a oh man i'm blanking nice. on his name did you have him too he just like kind of Damien talk mr Damien. is that his name you probably had mr smiley smiley was a middle school teacher oh i'm talking about in fourth grade we had this this older guy come in and talk to us a bunch of times about the importance of of college and so like think about that he's like no i know you guys are young but any amount of money helps when you want to save up for college and it's like you're talking to like a bunch of 10 year olds yeah about eight years down the road yeah does that statement right there do you do you even need to say another word past that yeah telling, right? you're telling telling, you're telling olds fourth to graders they need to start saving their money to go to college that should tell you all you need to know right now yeah. right there this this says that right now with school surprise supplies and other expenses um college would be like thirty five thousand dollars think about that you are setting yourself back so you can start your life that sucks man that sucks why why do we do this why can't college you know why does it have to be that way yes and people wanting to learn okay yeah i mean to move on or not to move on but to wrap back around what you were saying yeah college is a huge scam don't do it uh unless don't do it unless you have a plan and you're a uh a, a fortune teller or a uh, clairvoyant of some sort an oracle i don't know where you can see the future and know that you are only going to be interested in one thing for the rest of your life yes. or for or for at least i don't know how long how long do you have to work like- for uh no, I'm just saying to make it worth it. You know, I'm not saying that like whatever oh, you go yeah. to college for, you know, pe- most people do have like a midlife crisis and then switch careers. Well, that's what Maybe I was going to say. It's, some people do. I know sure. so many people have switched their major because they can't go four years of this thing they th- that they thought they liked. So then they're like, oh, do I switch or do I commit and just right. hate this for the next X amount of years? Or and do then, I switch, take yeah. the hit of money? Yeah. And, yeah. And and then not to mention, yeah, that the, the college experience is is way different than the actual work experience too, as Kelsey found. You know, that yeah. like just because you get your degree in something doesn't mean that uh, you're gonna stick with that career and vice versa, just because you hate doing the the actual degree doesn't mean you're gonna hate the field. That was my experience that getting the degree was absolutely agonizing. It felt like or, you know, going to college the day to day was horrible. I hated it. Uh, but now I love it. I'm so glad that I, uh, had, had the education and definitely you there are some it. things. What? My job, my work. Yeah. Who are you? Interesting. No, but for real. Does anyone think I don't love my job? No, I was just messing with you. I hate, I hate not having, I I hate not having enough money and I hate when the kids are, uh, yeah, the kids are a little good, but like, no, I love the, in general, I love the work. I I don't, yeah, I don't, no, I get it. That your job does seem kind of, kind of like a vibe, you know, no, like, like, uh, after well do you do much after school work or it's all after school oh well or no i mean like I out out of out of work work you know like teachers are constantly like grading 
stuff after work are you doing any of that or are you just kind of like yeah that's show up yeah most of my data well I, I i set aside about two hours every morning to do that on mornings that i that i'm not in the class uh so like monday tuesday friday and sunday i'll, I'll set aside about two hours a day to kind of get stuff put together okay so whether that's like planning, marking up scores, figuring out like um, during the season, it's like lesson plan or what, what you would call lesson, basically rehearsal planning during the off season. It's basically preparing for the next season, getting like writing Do music you, and getting getting stuff assembled. You ever think about that? You could be that like last wall to just like stop a kid from chasing their dreams. You could just say something just like, hey, you know, like where you want to go to college? And then they're like, oh, uh, Fort Hayes. And you're like, <laughs> you don't want to do that. That's you what, don't want to go there. That's what Mr. Tompkins did to me. <laughs> just stopped you. Well, okay. Hang on. We're going to get kicked out from the meeting, but we can come back for just a moment. I'll tell you what he said to me. Okay. All right. So here was lastly here, just to polish, just to finish things off. The, uh, Oh, wait, no, I do have to clap real quick just so I can resync the video because I'll cut out that middle point. You don't have to clap. I will clap only. Did you, uh, you didn't stop your recording, did you? You didn't pause no. it? Okay, good. Okay, here we go. Okay, that'll give me something to latch on to. Uh, so here, oh, wait. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, so here was the advice that was given to me when I told <laughs> my band director in high school that I wanted to be a band director. He said, yeah. Are you sure about that? He said, oh, really? And oh, no. in his eyes, he said, I'm begging you to reconsider. <laughs> And that stuck with me. And I think he was right. And I think, I think he was, he was projecting maybe a little bit of his situation, which from what I have seen now being adjacent to that career and in that career field for a few years now, he, <laughs> that old boy, uh, he, uh, he really made the best of a, of a bad, bad, a bad, 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 bad situation. You, so do you think tell. he like really hated his job? Oh yeah. And I think he had, well, no, I don't think, well, yes, I think he probably, I don't think he hated everything about it. Cause you know, you don't, you don't stick with, with a job in the arts like that or an education. Yeah. For that long, if you if there isn't some some something just drawing you back into it, you know. Um, but well, you guys were good. Oh, so my maybe God. that was his one enjoyment was that you guys were like known as being like really good. Yes, yeah, something. And then after you guys left, it got really bad. So yeah, maybe... but every, we all said that. I we said that about the seniors when our, when it was our year too, though. So it seems to be just like a downhill thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he definitely, he has every, he had every right to hate his job and, uh, his situation really. I mean, not the job itself. Cause the job, you know, being a band director is obviously going to be, no one goes into that job thinking it's going to be like a low stress, like easy job. You know, 
it's a lot of leadership it's, it's a lot of, of leadership like, it's a lot of planning a lot of work a lot of like making hard decisions talking to a lot of kids d- the the stress of like organizing and doing events and stuff the stress of looking after a hundred plus kids the stress of dealing with those kids in class dealing with all of that is like you know and then not to mention of course you're never going to get paid enough to make it feel like wow I'm, i'm getting paid enough to do this you do it because you love the job or you love some aspect about the job but yeah that particular program at that particular school uh i think is just not I, I think a lot of it is the funding i think he didn't have the budget he needed someone else working there full time i and i don't want to get into the 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 split um you know because i know that there was some there was some splitting of duties and he it does not matter for as many kids as there were he needed to have another yeah. full-time staff and he needed to have probably another percussion staff too since there was such a a crazy high number of percussionists one or two two percussion staff one extra full-time staff and maybe a student teacher there all the time to also help do do stuff some, like or some sort of who assistant could wander off yeah and yeah help like a separate group if they really needed it yeah exactly that's that's actually yeah i didn't think about that just how many kids that is to manage is kind of an absurd certain amount to put on one person that has to be so stressful to listen to all those things and then yeah help them out one by one i think i kind of miss the middle school vibe of band of being like a dumb kid dumb idiot kid walking in and like learning this new thing mm-hmm. and then like how exciting it was is going to be like okay like this we're going to have this concert coming up so we're going to you know skip this class everyone's going to meet here for for you know like right before fourth period or whatever um and we're going to we're going to meet with the with a wind what is it like wind ensemble now or whatever yeah, like something. wind side um and like you get to hear like this other side what they've been working on you're like, whoa, like there's this whole other side to the band because yeah. we weren't here for it. Well, what side were you on? Like I played like in middle school, I was the percussion side with the with the brass, you know? Yeah, I think um, so when I went, they it was still all just one class when I was there. Oh, was it? Um, which is, uh, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Um for the size of those classes. Cause it was still like, there was still like a hundred people in the band, yeah. like in sixth grade. I mean, it was like, you cannot well, have everyone that signed many kids up. in the same. Yeah. You cannot have, or okay. Maybe not a hundred, but like no, I, 75 I to 80. I think it was really like 75 to 80 kids in one, in one band class. Um, which is, it was like ridiculous. Most of the school. It was. Like most yeah. Of, yeah. Cause yeah. it was like 10% or something like didn't sign up for, for band. It was it was around that time. Those were like the numbers out of like a hundred kids per per grade. So it was a lot. Um, so yeah, that was before I when I was there. That was before they split split the band up. Um, uh, but but okay. So what I was gonna say though, when I was in high school though, um, I came over from the high school oh, and went over to yeah. middle school and helped out. So I got to see the the split classes though, and got to see kind of how that how that worked, which I think is. 
In general, I think it's a good idea. Um, I think yeah. splitting the wins in the the brass is a good idea for for middle school band. Yeah, for sure. Well, especially because kids just want to go the whole time, so it's hard to really hear. Yeah, where the problem's coming from when everyone's the problem. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh. <laughs> Yikes. When Yikes. did you band is actually a nightmare class? What? Yeah. When did you bring the full band back together? Was it in seventh grade, eighth grade, or not at all until high school? Uh I don't think it was till high school. Oh, that's wild. Maybe. I don't know. Um either way, that's just sounds like the nightmare job for any person is to manage X amount of kids alone. Um I don't even know how that's like kind of legal. I feel like, you know, that you just need a certain amount of staff per number of children. So I don't know how it can be one to 80. You know, there's probably some some rules or something that weren't weren't being followed there. Um, but, you know, we can we can ignore that because we're above the law. <laughs> I am above the law. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Even, even if it was, even if there wasn't a rule, you know, or if there is like the band director rule or like the coach rule or whatever, like, yeah. um, it's just, it's not feasible at all to, uh, to do anything like meaningful with that many people and that, that little of, um, uh, just kind of person in the front of the room, you know, like, even so like at the school I teach at now, what it is, is we have two directors um, who at least like at the very least, they don't uh, or they they don't have to conduct all the pieces that are being worked on. They'll switch off, you know, so so during that time, you know, you can just either walk around and work the other director can walk around and work with whoever needs it or they can just yeah. get out of the room and just like clear their mind for a little bit or probably not Re- realistically what it is is have more time to go answer emails and stuff but either way you know it's not like um you know it's not like all your attention is is like going into trying to because you know when you learn the piece when you're conducting it's not just like waving the time signature you know you have to be really familiar with the piece um yeah that you're conducting like that's one of the things i always hated about when i had to learn to conduct in college and stuff is like it's like you have to be able to hear everything that's going on and also make sure you're conducting correctly just to, you know in the time signature and then also give the uh the musical direction as well you know like give hand hand signals and cueing people giving gestures and making sure everyone's playing too because if you look up and one person's just kind of sitting there not doing it like they could just sneak on by the whole time not playing yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say is that like and and, and that's just that's just the per the uh, perfect world you know yeah (laughs) all of that is is just baseline perfect world now exactly add in kids you know hitting each other and talking and trying to set stuff on fire and not playing and not knowing how to play and and whatever like is is just it's too much it's like it's like mental torture it's (laughs) dang you ever think about how these teachers are like taken taken for granted yes just everything (laughs) 
yes. that they had to go through. I saw a TikTok of a teacher talking about like how miserable it is being a teacher, how they just reuse books from like when the Soviet Union was still a thing, like how they everything is just like falling apart in their classroom. They don't all their you know, um their materials are like getting stolen by children, their supplies, their pencils, paper, everything. Mm-hmm. They don't give back what they use. It's just like that's gotta suck. And and no matter no matter what any politician will tell you, that's exactly how they want it. Never forget that. And with the that, the end. <laughs>